0: People. Well, welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host, as always, Jeff Stormer, and this week on the show, I am joined by Andrew Coons for a game of The Long Shift. Written by friend of the show, Caro Assertion, The Long Shift is a tabletop story game for two to five players. Using a standard deck of playing cards, players take on the role of employees at Mari's 26 Hour Cosmic, an interstellar rest stop in a derelict asteroid belt. Over the course of the game, players take turns playing travelers who visit the rest stop, bringing news of the world beyond, and giving us a glimpse into the day-to-day lives of the people, working at this tiny little rest stop in the middle of a grand. This game is beautiful, it's like a sci-fi riff on stories such as Cheers and Midnight Diner, all of which are like extremely close to my heart. I loved getting to play this game so much, I really think you're going to enjoy listening to it, and I really think you would enjoy reading it and playing it. And so, you should go to C Excursion, that's S E A Excursion.itch.io, to pick up your own copy of The Long Shift or check the show notes for more information. Andrew is the host of The First Watch, a genre driven Dungeons and Dragons actual play web series. You can find more information about that at their Linktree page at linktr.ee slash First Watch Show, or you can follow them on Twitter at First Watch Show. And with all that said, let's go ahead and throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, Pass Me. I am so excited this week to be sitting down with Andrew Coons. Andrew, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Thanks
1: for having me, Jeff. I'm very excited to be here.
0: I could not be more excited. I'm really excited about the game that we're playing this week. Uh, it's really special to me, and I could not be uh, more hyped for it. But before we get into the game, why don't you take a moment to let our lovely listeners
1: at home know about all the things you've got going on that you might want them to know about. Yeah, so um, I'm from a show called The First Watch. We're an actual play D&D 5e show. Um, we like to hang our hat on the idea that we are a cinematic actual play. So uh, the people who started the show, uh, are, including myself, are all filmmakers, and we kind of have brought... Um, a cinematic sensibility of storytelling to our actual play. So we have a brand new campaign that we're a few episodes into uh, at the time of this recording. Um, And it's set on a a coastal town and it's got a little bit of steampunk, a little bit of intrigue, a little bit of mystery and and lots of amazing, amazing players. So um, yeah, that's what I've got going on.
0: Hell yeah. I love to hear it. Um, And this week, the game we are playing is, like I said, very special to me. We are playing "The Long Shift: Close Encounters at an Interstellar Truck Stop" by Caro Assertion, friend of the show. Uh, this is a slice of life game set in the Caliper Belt. Uh, I am. It is a game that, like I've I've played before. I've played it with Caro, and it is uh, lovely and special. And I could not be more excited to play it today.
1: Yeah, I've never played anything quite like this before, so I'm very excited to give it a try. And I love the idea of the deck of cards for the mechanics. Yeah, I, I it's it creates interesting
0: characters and scenes and prompts, and like it also just gives me a nice thing that I can hold in my
1: hand that doesn't make noise, which mm-hmm. is great for podcasting. Absolutely. I'm going to be going digital with my deck of cards today, So, uh, but still, still quiet. <laughs> still
0: quiet, and that's what matters. So, we have a little bit of intro text to go through. Why don't you
1: go ahead and read us out the first paragraph, and we'll go back and forth from there. Sounds great. Few things thrive out here in the Caliper Belt. Its sparse asteroids are flecks of lifeless stone along an inky strip of space. Back in the day, it used to glow with streaks of light as massive freighters hauled their cargo from outpost to outpost. But the ore dried up, and these days, the Caliper Belt is little more than an interstellar shortcut.
0: Only spot in the belt still worth visiting these days is the infamous Mari's 26-Hour Cosmic. One part gas station, one part diner, one part truck stop, one part card cafe, assembled from old spaceships and satellites and tethered together to a hunk of rock. Mari's is a barnacle that refuses to
1: die. And the only reason it's still afloat is because of our motley skeleton crew. We don't see many folks come through these doors, but everyone who does drop in. Every- ah, sorry, but everyone who does drop in brings a story with them, and sometimes these stories lead to stories of our own.
0: And that's the game in a nutshell. We are going to be telling slice-of-life stories in the lives of our of the workers and guests at Mari's 26-Hour Cosmic. Uh, I do briefly want to read the safety text from the game. Um, I do briefly want to read the safety text from the game. Uh, this game does not have any specific support tools built into it, but encourages you to think intentionally about the safety and comfort of all participants as you play, take breaks, talk things through and look out for one another. Your fellow players, comfort and enjoyment is more important than any fiction. So that's, that's that we'll keep that in mind. We're bringing that energy uh, as we create our characters and we, we tell the stories uh, of these uh, people in their lives and how they kind of relate together uh, but before we do that, we have to make some characters. Yes. So the way that this works is every player character who works at Mari's should have the following things. A name and pronouns. Uh, two different skills. Everyone who works at Mari's has their hand in a couple trades. We have a list of skills that are tied to the cards in a car- in a playing card deck. We can draw cards to randomly determine those or we can pick items off of the list uh, that appeal to us. And three character traits, which are small and grounded quirks and details that we can play into. So I am going to draw some cards here to make a character. Uh, because the cards, uh, the prompts on the cards are very fun. There's some really uh, colorful options, and I just want to see the character that I come up with. So how many cards are you drawing? So I'm going to draw two cards for my skills, and then I'm going to draw three cards for my traits. Perfect. Oh, I drew the exact card that I wanted and I'm very happy about it. (laughs) It's, it's, it's... People are going to listen to this and think it's maybe the most Jeff Stormer card prompt I could have drawn and I do have to emphasize to the listeners before I explain what it was that this was a random draw and I need to just re-emphasize that before it comes (laughs) up. All right, I have met... I have developed my character um i i know i I, i've got i've got him in my brain so whenever you are ready we will introduce our characters and then we will uh talk about how they relate to one another
1: love it uh yeah i've got my cards drawn as well so this is gonna be fun all right so the character so first off the name and
0: pronouns of my character are uh i drew peak uh peak is he his pronouns Peak is an engineer on the on the on the station. He is an engineer. He is uh the repair person for ships that come by. If you've got, you know, if your if your accelerator drive is on the fritz, uh Peak is the guy to come and talk to about it. Peak is also, and I swear this was a randomly drawn card. I need to emphasize that. Peak is also an amateur stage magician. Uh, and he has a guitar case, but not a guitar, uh, and, like, will pass the time by doing close-up magic tricks to people, uh, basically, like, busking for tips in addition to, like, fixing up your car. He will also ask you if this is your card and then collect a small tip. There's no, like I said, there's no guitar in the guitar case, but, uh, he does, he does have it in front of him at all times. Um, I envision him as... Uh, he's got, like, his, his gear is, his, like, his boots and his, his, uh, his jumpsuit and his, you know, actual tools are all kind of worn and rusted. Like, he's been here for a very long time and he really doesn't seem to show any interest in leaving. Like, this is kind of where he spends all of his time. Um, and I picture him as... Very, like, spiny. I, I'm imagining sort of a a humanoid, um, like, a humanoid sea urchin is the best way to describe it. A lot of, like, uh, pink with a lot of, like, spines, a little bit porcupine-esque, sort of, uh, like, a slight, like, a little bit of a triceratops, like, bone thing around, like, kind of forming yes. a crown. And just very spiny, but, like, with his sort of weathered... uh his sort of weathered jumper uh, like uh, in a very kind of like plumber looking uh, outfit. (laughs) Oh, and I drew a distinctive gas, a distinctive mask. So I think he wears a a big like world, like a big, like over his nose and mouth, a big like ventilator mask. So on these big like gas mask looking world war one gas mask looking ventilator masks.
1: Does it cover the whole face or just the, I, just the mouth portion?
0: I think it's just the mouth and nose. And yeah. he's got these big, he's got these big, uh, I'm picturing big black, like big black, like shiny eyes. Love it.
1: So introduce us to your character. All right. So I drew Shen, um, which I'm going to say goes by she, her pronouns, um, she is a bookkeeper and an engineer. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, so, well, based on the next couple of things, it, that'll be interesting how she manages those two jobs. So she's got nimble fingers and she's cryptic uh, and carries a relic crystal. So I'm kind of envisioning that um, she's got these two different lives that she leads. One is is maybe even working with Peak down uh, kind of, you know, Doing repairs and and kind of getting the hands dirty, uh, but then there's another another job that she holds, uh, kind of up in a different part of of uh, the the station where she's you know keeping records and whatnot. Mm. And because of those nimble fingers and that crypticness, there's an element of she's using these two jobs to bounce back and forth, and um, and not get caught in uh. Slightly less than legal uh, dealings uh, in both Mm. places. Um, So she'll just disappear for a while from one. Where you been? Well, I've been at the other place and no one really can keep track of her. Uh, And I kind of imagine that relic crystal is like almost like a fidget that she uses. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what movie it's from, but there's a character that I can see. See and hear in my head that had like a lighter that was always like flicking the lighter and and snapping it shut all the time. And I imagine her doing similar things with the crystals where she's always kind of like twiddling it between her fingers, tossing it up and catching it. And she's got these she's fairly normal human looking, um, except for the fact that she's completely hairless. And has these long, long fingers that have like maybe four different joints to them, four or five mm. different joints to them, um, and just provide a little extra uh, – it's helpful on the job, uh, for sure, getting into cram spaces to to fix things, but also uh, great for getting into pockets and other places as well.
0: Which uh, – there's an immediate world-building question that I want to throw out to you. How big do we picture Mari's to be? Like as a as a sort of truck stop diner-like – are we thinking are we thinking there are multiple floors and sort of the mm. the books are kept kind of upstairs or is this just a you disappear into a back room and nobody asks
1: a question because you're in the back room? Yeah, have you uh so have you seen Star Wars Resistance? A little bit little bit the, the the ship that they're on the space station ship that they're on that's kind of the vibe I got of okay. like All right. it's it's got a few different floors but it's it's still pretty tightly contained and maybe a lot of those got places it. are uh run down I
0: got it got it perfect I love it that's
1: good uh, uh, okay so
0: yeah so I picture you just kind of like go upstairs for a while and like mm-hmm. uh and like peak doesn't ask the question I think cuz he's kind <laughs> of running his own grifts and I think like I I, I do love I love the idea that there are that like among the the like the staff like this gives a great character to Tamari's to on the whole if this is a place that is like a little bit seedy mm. and like is a place that is like a little like a little bit dangerous uh, but also like very
1: very like mundane about it yeah yeah, it's just everyday I, life that you might uh, you might lose your your change.
0: Yeah, and I like the the idea that like what that tells me what both of our characters having these sorts of grifts tells me is that there's a certain level of there's a certain level of like unspoken honor among thieves like yep, like you go upstairs and you just kind of say like oh yeah, I was upstairs running the books and like no one asks about it because that's
1: just we all kind of know that you're bullshitting us, but nobody
0: asks about it.
1: <laughs> you're right, right. Yeah, and I like the idea that she stays out of the way of any of your business or whatnot. Even even if you're trying to run a grift in the same place, it's like this little dance that they do where uh, they're not helping each other per se, but they're not getting in each other's way either.
0: Yeah. Uh, And so now we are going to each describe one thing that our character finds familiar about the other and one thing that they find curious or strange or want to know more about. Awesome. I think the thing that Peek finds very familiar about Shen is not necessarily, not necessarily like the criminal angle, because I don't think Peek thinks of himself as a criminal. I think if you were to ask him, he thinks of himself as an entertainer. And just, like, but, like, a crooked three-card Monty game is him putting mm-hmm. on a show. I think he kind of thinks about himself with casino logic. Yeah. So I think that it, it's more so the... There's a certain sense that, like, I kind of, like... There's a sense that we both kind of call this place home, I think, mm-hmm. is the best way to describe it. Like, yeah. Shen is is clearly... Like, I think that it is that we both sort of... We both sort of see the value in staying put. And that is a very kind of familiar energy, whether that is, whether that is out of necessity, like you are laying low or not, just the, the vibe of like, we are here. Cause I think that a lot of the people in and around Mari's are leaving Mm. or on the move. Like it's a very kind of, uh, it's a very kind of liminal space. And I think that just finding a familiarity with someone that is sort of parked here is is the thing that i find familiar and the thing that i would love to know more about i think that i do i think that even though i don't ask you about it i find like th- th- with that familiarity the fact that you have this other you have this other uh, like scheme that you're that you're working Is very intriguing to me, and I'm more out of more out of a a boredom than ambition. Like, I am curious about what is going
1: on. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I think for Shen, there's a, um, a camaraderie in that even though there are grifts going on, they're based around this, like finding something that you both actually love. And, like, mm-hmm. doing that thing, but then also taking advantage of circumstances within that thing. So, Because I think the the thing about Shen is that she loves the puzzle solving of being an engineer and, and the math of being a bookkeeper. Like, she genuinely enjoys those jobs, um, but then there's a little something extra, too. So kind of finding that camaraderie in enjoying the actual work that you're both doing, um, but also having this extra layer to it. Um, I think the thing that she's curious about is the performer aspect. Um, and kind of the, the, you know, she, I see her griffs and her, her, you know, shady dealings as much more subtle behind the scenes you know kind of in the dark with the books you know changing numbers and stuff Mm -hmm. and she's really curious about maybe she's a little more reserved and she's very curious about the way you're being you're able to be very gregarious and kind of work people um and that's uh maybe maybe not her nature and, and a little interesting to her
0: i love that i love that a lot and so with that now that we've met our characters uh we are going to uh, play through a, a few scenes. We are going to play through a, at least one round of play um, in the long shift play consists of rounds, each of which is uh, in our case, each of which will be made up of four scenes. We're going to start with a guiding star scene, which we'll both participate in, um, which will set the tone of, of the scenes to follow, which kind of guides us to a question, a theme, an idea that we're going to explore over the course of the following round. Um, each of us will then play out a visitor scene during which time a new traveler or passerby visits the truck stop. One of us will embody the newcomer and the other will play their PC. And then afterwards we are going to play a resolution scene, which is an opportunity for us to show how their PC responds to the guiding star chosen at the start of the round. Excellent. So I am going to go ahead and draw a card to get our first, uh, guiding star question in place. And then we will uh, set the scene. Uh, and the way that scenes work is they are just free-form conversations. We will ask questions. We will, you know, we can step into our characters if we so choose. We can, we can, you know, guide, guide things how we're going. Um, and then we'll just kind of let the Guiding Star and the specifics of the Guiding Star take shape over the course of the scene. Perfect. So the card that I've drawn is an 8, which is, uh, oh, interesting. It is the natural world. Hmm. So... Uh, our guiding star is going to be related somehow to the natural world, however we choose to interpret that. So I want to ask you outright, where do you see, where where is our, where do we first meet these two uh, characters uh, on the job, so to speak? Like, where are we when our story opens?
1: I like the idea that we're on a lunch break, maybe still okay. kind of around our work, but um, not necessarily engaged actively. I like that. I like that a lot. And I think
0: I, I picture, I picture that like the, the only way that I can describe it is that like, instead of being like a diner in, uh, in our world where there are like benches and things nearby, there are like
1: tiny little asteroids. Mm. And you almost hop from one to the other
0: yeah like we have or like have like a little like uh jet ski or what have you that kind of skips from one to another and you kind oh, of love that. and there's little you know caves and outcroppings and tide pools and springs and yeah it's it's you just kind of find the spot where you want to sit and stare out at oftentimes just the inky black expanse and mm-hmm. um I think that the one that we're hanging out in is i want us each to throw in a detail the detail that i get is that it is rocky but there's a fair amount of graffiti on it Mm. in various in various alien languages like there's just a fair amount of graffiti sprayed around and on this particular asteroid as well as several of the other asteroids because you know you get you get Young people and teens pass by and they leave a little tag on a rock and like it's just kind of there's not that much to do. And so it just is like a pretty common way for people to pass the time.
1: Yeah, I love that. I think the detail I would throw in is that I'm kind of imagining these little creatures that can survive in such a environment um, and navigate in such an environment with low gravity and and moving from from asteroid to asteroid, almost like um, tiny round little you know scaly rubbery creatures that um, almost like like they they like produce a, a gas in themselves that they can then vent um, out of different uh, pores and gills type things that that basically act as little boosters to push them from. Place to place, so maybe a couple of these things are just kind of you know skittering around us, looking for a scrap of something on the asteroids, and poof, kind of moving from from spot to spot, um, creating a little bit of a uh, little bit of life here in in the barrenness.
0: I really like that. I and I think if we're on our lunch break, I think um, at the moment, I think what Peak is doing, I think he's got his lunch in front of him, and what Peak is doing is uh at least in small part because it's what i am doing at this moment he has a deck of cards in his hand Hmm. and he is uh he is he is flicking them like he is kind of playing off the fact that like around us like the asteroid does not have a particularly strong g-force so he kind of is like flicking it in front of like he's flicking it up it kind of like waiting for like gravity to kind of get in front of his face and then trying to like grab it as quickly as possible. Mm. Just kind of like practicing his next, you know, cool card trick.
1: I think Shen, she's just kind of watching this in interest. um, And watching your being someone who's very good with her hands. She's kind of watching your technique. um, Maybe kind of just slowly eating her food and, Maybe even commenting every once in a while and and giving you a little tip or pointer along the lines of like, you know, if you use uh, the the if you use the the two fingers to pinch it right there at the corner, you're going to get more leverage uh, and more control over the the throw.
0: And I think he does it, and like we see the card like beautifully spiral before he grabs. He's <laughs> like, "Well, sh- well, shit, you weren't wrong."
1: I'll I'll put that into the act. May I see that deck?
0: And I think he, um, I think he, he goes to hand it to you. And as just before you take it, he kind of, uh, he kind of gives a flick of the wrist and it's gone. And then gives another flick of the wrist and it's back. And he's like, uh, you know, you
1: got to keep the muscles active or else they're going to atrophy. Oh, that quite and she takes it and you know has these super long fingers that come around it almost cage like and pinch it up um and then begins to like shuffle it between the two hands and again the fingers are so ab- abnormally long to what we as humans would be used to that it almost creates this like long cage that the cards are moving back and forth between and you see all the different joints in her fingers kind of moving uh, almost almost in like little waves to keep everything moving within the cards and it's it's um it's amplified. The effect is amplified by the low gravity and the fact that things move just a little bit more slowly. Uh, it's very mesmerizing.
0: So I, I I I have a picture of what I want the guiding star question to be. But before yeah. I ask it, I want to ask you one question related to it. What what visuals, flavors, etc. Do you see as shed's lunch right now? Like what? It, like what does what, what are you picturing when you picture food?
1: Oh boy, this is the, the crux of any good sci-fi world building is what I, is food I like have in an, the world.
0: I have an answer for – so I have an answer for, for Peak immediately just based yeah. on like the thing that popped into my head. Yeah. And I'm going to sci-fi it up a little bit. Uh, I got breakfast sandwich immediately. Like Amazing. breakfast sandwich was the thing, like a breakfast sandwich wrapped in a little piece of wax paper that he's just, you know, eating with one hand as he plays his cards with the other. Uh-huh. And the thing that I picture is that it's a very earth earthen looking croissant. Yep. But in the middle of it is probably still slightly wiggling like an alien uh like uh, like a tentacle like not full on like not a giant tentacle but like if you've ever seen (laughs) if you've ever seen like like squid jerky or like prepared like with the tiny little tiny tentacles like whirling around and wiggling and she just kind of gnosis on it and i think it does have an egg like an egg like patty on top of it like it's that's clearly the meat in a breakfast sandwich, or she's just kind of like eating it with one hand and doing card tricks with the
1: other. I love that. I think Shen's food is um, a little little more um, kind of like her, just, just quiet and discreet in the sense that it's, um, you know, she, she has this little tray that has a film that she peels back, and it's just this kind of brownish-gray sludge um, that she's got this, very small spoon, comically small, uh, can, for her large, long fingers that she's just scooping it out with, and it almost comes out with like a like a sound and like mm-hmm. pulls away from the rest of it. It's got a very strange texture to it, um, but she's just kind of like slurping that down. It's it's uh, it's not quite a liquid diet, but it's very very soft. And I think uh, the the one
0: closing beat that I think kind of guides me into the guiding star question. Is I think as you give us one of those big slurps, uh, I think Peek kind of like, uh, you're holding the deck, you're playing with it, you give a slurp, and he kind of like, like holds out a finger, like wipes a finger, like puts down his sandwich, wipes a finger with a napkin, and is like, do you mind, do you mind if I just, uh, just get, get, grab a little corner?
1: Uh, no, go right ahead, feel free.
0: And kind of just like, with, with, with the tiniest little pinch of, and I picture he's got like, pretty sharp long fingernails is i mm. think a thing like um tying into kind of the, the the spines and the thing so i think like with one of them he kind of like almost expertly cuts it like a like a like a tiny little knife like this tiny little morsel pop. it in oh oh that is the most savory oh yeah that's good oh that's good
1: that's can, so good you can taste flavors in it oh yeah can you not no, the point is that it's flavorless. At least to me. Well
0: then, well then. If that, if the point is that it's flavorless, it's poorly made. Because I'm getting, I'm getting a nuttiness. I'm getting like real umami. I'm getting a little bit of nutty. This is, there's layers here. There's layers here that you might not. Maybe or maybe I'm just maybe maybe I'm actually still tasting the egg. I can't tell, but it pairs perfectly.
1: Fascinating. And, and she'll so, like I take another bite and like. Like really like scrunch up her face, like trying to to taste something, but mm, no, just as delightfully bland as always. And I think that the guiding star
0: question that I want us to explore over the next few scenes is what does, so I'm thinking about the natural world. And Mm. I think like what the question that I, the question I really want to dig into is like, how have we made our own little natural world here like what is like how have our lives kind of bled together what pieces of ourselves have like the have we have we taken from the other to kind of like make our own little natural space right like how have we all how have we kind of blended together what does the natural world what does our natural world look like Mm, yeah i think that's a good i think that's a good like first round yeah, I love that. All right. Um, so, uh, so the question then is: Would you like to stage our? Fir- would you like to be? Would you like to see uh, Shen in a visitor scene first, or would you like to see Peak in a visitor scene first?
1: I think I'll do Shen first, uh, so that I can observe how you how you run a, a visitor uh, and get some inspiration. All right. All right.
0: Let me pop over to a visitor scene just to. So every scene begins with two things: a time of day and a starting location to determine. We have a card, uh, a card strategy to determine the time of day. Uh, there's also a scene prompt table for a for uh, where our location is, and I will be taking advantage of both of these. Um, when when making a visitor scene. Um, we'll set the scene as usual. We'll use a character car, uh, some character prompts to create a visitor that is passing by, and then play out a scene that kind of bounces off of our guiding star idea. That like that allows us to explore that or or you know from an unexpected angle. Perfect. So, the scene as Shen Shen finds herself in the following scene. Uh, I drew the nine of spades and when determining time of day, we draw a card. The rank represents the hour from aces one to the king at 13 AM for red suits, PM for black suits. So it is 9 PM. So it is late at night. It's fairly late at night. I think it is, it is space night. So it's a little, so, you know, uh, but I think it's, so it's nighttime. The scene that we find ourselves in, I drew the six of diamonds, uh, a mysterious signal. Um, so I think that we're upstairs. I think that we're upstairs where, where the books are being kept.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think that that's where probably a lot of like the computers and the systems are. Yes. There's a whole control room up there and Shen is able to sit in a chair kind of central in the room and with her long fingers and arms, uh, almost will just kind of spin around and work everything from that one space, one station.
0: Oh, actually, um, well, we'll go with that. Um, we'll go with that. Uh, I I read it wrong and I should note that uh, there's actually a starting location table, but uh we'll go with this cuz I think it's it's extremely interesting as a location. Gotcha. Um, but now I'm going to draw a few cards uh for character prompts. Make up a character very quickly. I've drawn the 5 of clubs, the jack of spades, and the 10 of spades. So that is all right. So the characters, the, the prompts that I've drawn are a toolbox, a potted plant, and fingerless gloves. So what I envision, and we have mystery, the prompt, a mysterious signal. I think a call is coming in. I think that, that what we're seeing is that a call is coming into this com, to the, to the com, like the control, to the kind of the control room. You're upstairs. You're kind of working the books. It's late. Mm-hmm. Most of the ships have already like left for the day and like the signal is coming in.
1: I'm in the process of realigning some of the accounts so that a specific purchase for jet fuel that I needed um, is being kind of washed into uh, this month's uh, you know food budget um, and just kind of making that money disappear and then there's a little bleep bleep off to the side and I, my hand just instinctively goes over and grabs a a a headphone and kind of pulls it to my ear to listen and um i think that um i
0: think that to 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 throw a little weird sci-fi into it i think when you put on the headphone like it's a it's a it's a headphone but it's for every it's for all of the senses mm so, like, when you put it on, everything, like, like, you, like, it impacts your vision and you, you see, so you hear and you see and you taste and you feel like it is like a full sensory thing, but you plug yeah. it into your ear as though you were wearing a pair of headphones. Cause I think what you see in front of you is sitting in front of like a Star Trek style view screen. So sitting in front of the camera with a bunch of props be- behind them is, um, what looks like a space greaser is the best way to describe it. <laughs> leather jacket, fingerless gloves. Um I, I have this for, it's important to draw inspiration from the things in our lives. And in this case, exactly. I literally looked, I looked over and saw a hero clicks figurine that I have on my shelf. And after I had said leather jacket, I looked over and saw this Frank, this DC Frankenstein uh hero clicks. So, I do picture, like, Frankenstein-esque. Okay. Um, like, big stitch marks and, like, kind of greenish skin. Um, and, uh, they, them pronouns, uh, and there are, like, big plants. Big, like, winding, you know, overgrown, multicolored plants all around them as they are sitting. And they kind of are, um... Probably in a similar way to how Shen plays with a crystal, they are playing with a wrench. They have a Mm. wrench in their hand and are kind of flipping it between their fingers. Hey, is
1: this Mari's? Uh, yes, you've reached Mari's 26 Hour Cosmic. How can I help you?
0: Yeah, Mari's, I got a, I got a hell fuck of a problem and I'm wondering if you can help, if you could bail, bail me out. is the best way to describe it.
1: Well, can you describe the problem, sir? Uh, well, yeah, so here's the, here's the deal. Um, I got to
0: I got to well, it's probably better if I show you, hold on. And, uh, they kind of flip the thing into their, they flip the wrench into their hands and they slam sort of this like keyboard that's, that's directly in front of them. (laughs) And like the vision kind of floods in of the ship that they're on. And you can see the ship has taken some, has taken some fire. Uh, and they're like, well, you see, okay. See, you see how this thruster, uh, is, uh, on fire. I do, yes. Yeah, I'd like that not to happen. But like, I don't really know. Like, like I've tried duct taping it, and like it's still kind of burning through it. And I'm wondering, do you? I, I, I can't really. I can't really stay in one place for like too terribly long. Can you? Uh, it, it, would it? Is there a way that that y'all can? You know, if I hop over there, is there a way that y'all can patch it up so that it does at least doesn't burn, so that I can get to. So that I can get to, uh, you know, neutral, neutral airspace and get to a, uh, well, I'd say more accredited, but frankly, less accredited is probably the truth between you and me. Is there a way that you all can get it to where I can get it to a proper chop shop? I just kind of need a patch job done on it.
1: Well, uh, I'll be honest with you, um... You can't pull that into to Mari's while it's flaming. So we're going to, have to, we're going to have to do a little bit of remote maintenance here to get the fire out. But then, uh, yes, once that's taken care of, we can get you back up and running to, to limp your way to a, a chop shop.
0: <laughs> I like the way you say that. Can I tell you this? I mean, uh, all right. Uh, talk me through it. And I think... Um, I think that, like, slams the keyboard again, kind of pops up, and, like, almost like a flaw, like, there's a drone that's kind of acting like a GoPro, is, like, following them around as they walk, uh, as they walk around the interior of the ship, around where it's on fire, and, like, you can see the laser fire marks, like, they are not subtle.
1: So, this person doesn't strike Shen as terribly insightful, so... What Shen's going to do is start to give them instructions that are ultimately going to put the fire out, but in doing so, compromise a few more systems. mm uh, providing opportunity for once they get to Marty's to do a little upselling on maintenance. Um, and all of it is there's lots of technical jargon and, and just kind of fast talk and, and just like, you know, anytime there's any suspicion, like, oh, no, 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 don't worry about that. Like you need to get that fuel line moving this direction and all this different stuff. And, uh, eventually does get the fire suppressed. But then upon doing so, I imagine all the check engine lights start blinking. Yeah, and I think that they kind of, like, pause for a second, like, well, that ain't great. No, no, certainly not. You're not going to make it to your chop shop with all of that going on. <sighs> ah,
0: well, I mean, you worked through me this far, At least I can do is, uh, the least I can do is give you the full bill, just, you know, work with me here. I'm on a, I'm on a deadline, and they kind of, oh. like, look around a little bit
1: we can pull in a crew to get this done overnight and even at a discount sir
0: oh you're the best you're the absolute best you're a peach um and with that they kind of like um they kind of blink out and you know a few minutes later you start to hear a you you hear like a ship approaching at kind of a low speed like you hear kind of landing Uh, landing jets can start to kick off and like a ship coming into dock. And you just hear peak from downstairs
1: go. What?
0: What in the hell happened to you?
1: Uh, You're going to want to wake up and get your tools peak.
0: Uh,
1: All right. I mean. Oh, all all right. I guess I'm pulling an all nighter on this one. Uh, Before coming down out of her station, Shen will just give a, a kind of a sly smile and then Mark in the books a little bit more, uh, adding more to a specific account, uh, knowing that she's about to pull in quite a, quite a bill from this job. I love that. And that feels like the perfect end to our scene. <laughs> I love it. That was amazing.
0: All right. Then with that, I will throw it over to you. And first off, I, I will say pick our starting location. Tell perfect. us our time of day and then pull some uh, scene prompts and character prompts as you like to kind of flesh out where we're going to be.
1: Okay. Uh, I have pulled a king. So our a king of diamonds. So our starting location is going to be the roof. Okay. Uh, and then uh, remind me how time works again. Uh, so draw a card. Okay. We've got the three of hearts.
0: The three of hearts. Um, the rank of the card represents the hour. So it is three o'clock and... Uh, A.M. is red suits and P.M. is black suits. So this is three A.M.
1: on three the orders. We're keeping that late night vibe going.
0: Uh, I think this is probably. I picture this probably shortly after like the first round of repairs on this on this ship. Um, because uh, the the thing I immediately picture before we meet our before we meet our next visitor and get the kind of scene uh scene prompt and see things play out, I do picture a, a, moment, a beat of uh. Like a door, uh, like a doorway pops open on the roof, up up through it, climbing, or like a hatch on the roof pops open, (laughs) climbing on top of it is uh, is Peak, who just like stands there for a moment and then just collapses, and he is sweaty and greasy and burnt, like there are visible burn marks. There's like a tiny little fire still burning, and Uh just looks like absolute hell.
1: Amazing. Um, So for my character prompts for who we're about to meet, uh, I've pulled three different cards that have given me the character traits of relaxed, great with kids, and has a guitar. So this is going to go real well with Pete. Interesting, real interesting. I love this. (laughs) Um, and I think that's what I need here. So we, we also need a scene prompt, don't we? Uh,
0: we, you optional, you can pull one if you, if you, if you like, but if you have a clear idea of, of who
1: the person is and what the scene's going to look like, uh, dive right in. Well, I pulled striking a bargain. So let's see where that may, see where that goes, might lead us. So I imagine that as peak flops to, to the, the roof, um, in exhaustion, there's a couple moments of silence and then he just hears. Like, finger-picking from, like, a little ways away. Just light music being played on a guitar. And I think there's, like, a
0: beat... There's a beat where... There's a beat where he just lays perfectly still. And then there's a beat where his eyebrows raise up. And then there's a beat where he kind of, like, sits up a little bit looks around.
1: And as he looks around, sitting kind of opposite on the other side of the roof, up against, you know big kind of piece of metal or maybe some sort of smokestack or something, um, is this very gangly long limbed character with a big mop of hair that kind of f- floofs forward in like a curly, uh, pompadour and has got this kind of large wide mouth that's curled up in a little smile. His eyes are closed. Um, and he's just picking at a guitar Um, And you see a a joint in his mouth and kind of puffing at that and just kind of vibing and just chilling there on the roof. And I think kind of like half putting out the
0: fire on his shoulder, like limping and like limping and cracking muscles kind of walks over and sits cross-legged just kind of in front of him. Doesn't say anything, just kind of like vibes for a while and kind of like starts shuffling his deck of cards and kind of like, you know, starts snapping his fingers a little bit and like oh, like doesn't really start, you know, a conversation and just kind of sits and vibes for a, for a hot second.
1: The uh the the tall gangly man does pass the joint over at one point.
0: Oh, and I think he takes I think he takes a hit and he passes it back and like just kind of chills and kind of um I think he sits for a minute and then pauses and goes, wait here, wait here, don't leave, don't leave. Hi, I'm 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 peek. By the way, don't leave. Hey, um, and Pink. kind of like awkwardly, sort of like barrel rolls backwards. Um, and what are, what is Shen doing with the books at this moment?
1: Well, downstairs, Shen is just gleeful. Is probably the wrong word, but for her, she's very gleefully. Uh, kind of washing that new money uh, from this late night job in. She made sure that Pete got his cut um, so that he wouldn't come asking questions. But the rest of it, um, including the cost of the parts and everything, is just disappearing into various accounts. Um, late night job. No one needs to be the wiser.
0: Pops down. Uh, and I think just his head pops down, like from this hatch into the room where Shen is at. Hey, Shen. Hmm. You know that, um. The one, one of the, one of the crystals that, that, that you've got. It's got the, the one with the kind of the holes that cracked in it. It kind of, you know, we kind of had to bash it against that, uh, we bashed it against that ship, uh, hull. Do you still,
1: do you have that on hand by chance? Uh, it's in my quarters. What do you need it for?
0: Um, could, could you, would you, would, would you mind running and grabbing that? I just, I, I wanna, I wanna, I got it, I got an idea, I got an impulse, and I kind of wanna
1: chase it. Okay. And she kind of slightly huffily uh, goes off and reappears a few minutes later with uh, with the crystal. And,
0: you know, grabbing one of he kind of up, still upside down, still head popping through the hatch, grabs it with one hand, other hand slides through the hatch, So both arms. So now his arm, shoulders and, and head are, uh, are inside the room with Shen kind of takes it, makes this one crystal, takes a playing card and kind of like scrapes it. And then, like, immediately smiles and is gone. (laughs) (laughs) Shen just literally rolls her eyes and goes back to her work. And, you know, kind of like, uh, doing another, the only way I can describe it is like a Willy Wonka roll. Mm. Rolls back over to, over to the guitar player and, like, holds it up and, like, to the rhythm of the guitar gives it another, like, (sniffs) Uh, like kind of a washboard pull and is like yeah. now just doing this and vibing. And it's like, <laughs> see, this is why it pays to
1: always pay attention. All right. All right. All right. I like it. And he kind of finds a groove with you and jams a little bit. And I think like kind of like just as the as the as as we kind
0: of fade out on the jamming just goes. By the way, again, I'm peak. I didn't get your name. Hey, I'm Maddie. Maddie, Pleasure. And that scene. I love it. (laughs) And now with that, great scene. Great! Well, I love both of these visitors, so this is great. Um, And with that, now we take over a resolution scene. Mm. Resolution scenes are an opportunity for us each to show how their PC responds to the guiding star shown at the top of the round. Um, So what that looks like is Um, we're both back in the scene. This is a scene with us, and we cannot directly kind of tie it back in. This can take the form of a communal scene or a montage. Um, we decide if we want to have a scene with all of us present, or if we'd like to show each PC in their own element. But this is our way of, like, now that we've kind of played out some scenes with visitors and we've seen how things shake out, this is our chance to really kind of tie it back around to that guiding star question of... What does our shared sense of normal and natural look like?
1: Mm. I love it. Do you want to draw for the uh, the location and all of that?
0: Yeah. Do you want to do a scene with both of us together, or do you want to do two separate scenes of us individually?
1: I like I like our uh, our vibe. Let's do it together. I like that. I think that's great.
0: Our starting location is uh, the parking lot. Is I drew the jack, so we're at the we're in the parking lot, and I drew the jack of diamonds. Which
1: is 11 o'clock a.m. Okay. This is very naturally progressing through the evening. I love it.
0: It is. I think, and I think along those lines, like, I think the thing that we open on is, the thing that we open on is, uh, is that ship, uh, is that <laughs> ship flying away? Like, I think Limping that's. flying away? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I love that there's a table in here for ship names so I can draw. I can tell us. Uh, that the square deal, which is a great name for a pirate ship, like really, truly, that is that is some
1: card magic. Is calling a, a pirate ship uh, a very obvious criminal ship? The square deal. I like uh, I like the idea that it's along the back of the ship with some filigree and almost looks like a lower back tattoo. That's great as it flies away.
0: <laughs> that's really fantastic. Uh, we see the square deal fly away. Um. We have pulled an all-nighter, and we're both just standing in the parking lot.
1: Shen is rubbing sleep out of her eyes with her long fingers and a little, little yawn.
0: And I think uh, I think that what we see is um, that exact same kind of nicked, scratched gem. Um, Peek is now flicking it in his fingers the same way Shen does, is like flicking them around. Uh not even really like consciously doing it. He's just he's got the crystal and it's what it it, it just drives him to kind of flick it between his fingers.
1: Mm-hmm. And Chen just kinda of takes a deep sigh and ah, well, thanks for helping to get uh that fine person back on their way. Yeah. Uh I mean, you know, it's the job. It is, and uh, quite lucrative for you, as well. And I kind of just pat the purse that's on his side that I had just given him. <laughs> I mean, I ain't complaining about that. Not at all, uh, well. I mean, I am going to
0: complain about the hours, but I'm not going to complain about the payday.
1: Uh,
0: it's time to sleep,
1: still. Uh, there's always time to sleep. This is very true. It's uh, It's nice to be able to take charge of things in the off-hours as well. I mean, that makes one of us, I guess. Uh... Oh, you don't find a sense of ownership with everyone else on this station asleep, and only the two of us to guide a weary traveler back along the road?
0: And I think he kind of, like, chuckles, like, nah, I kind of... I kind of like it more when there are people around. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like your company. You're great. But, I mean, you know,
1: performers got to perform. Am I right? Hmm. Stars shine brightly whether or not they are seen. Uh it's a good point. It's a good point. I, 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 I hear you and I appreciate it. Well, I'm going back to my room. Uh, you don't want to join us for lunch? Oh, I'll be down in a minute.
0: All right, all right, all right. We got to. We got we got an extra at the table this, uh, today, but uh, I think it I think it's gonna be good. I think it's gonna be good. You didn't invite that guitar player, did you? Oh, absolutely. I invited I invited Maddie. We're 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 jamming. We're still we're figuring out. We're listen. We're having fun. Mm. I'm just saying, you know, we're gonna have we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna take a few hits. It's gonna be chill. We had a long night. Come
1: eat, smoke. We'll relax. It's going to be good. Very well. And she'll disappear for a short while um, and just take a moment to sit in that control room um, and kind of, you know, still yawning, still tired, stretching, but kind of looking around um, at all the various lights that are bleeping and blooping and everything just within her finger's grasp and all the books kind of now, um, you know, calculated in the ways that make sense for her and just a small smile at the space that she's created and and kind of masters here up in the room and And i think
0: the the closing beat that i love is you have this moment and the thing that breaks you out of it is hearing very (laughs) not like not necessarily like shouted but like i get the sense that peak doesn't necessarily like like Pete just is a boisterous person yes his volume is just high I picture you just hear pretty clearly from uh, from down in the from down in the kitchen or from down in the dining area
1: hey Maddie, do you like close up magic <laughs> <laughs> and she'll smirk and roll her eyes and head downstairs uh, to join her companions
0: and that is, uh, that is our scene. Uh, that is our first round of play. Love it. Fantastic. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so, um, I, so now that we have ended a round, we, we reflect, we discuss as a group. Is this the end of the game? The end of the session? Do we want to continue exploring? I'm thinking time wise, I think we've got time for one more round. I think so too. Yeah. So, uh, so what we'll do is we'll go back, we'll go right back around to the top. We will uh, decide on a guiding star scene and we will we will play through from there.
1: Okay, we're keeping our same characters.
0: Yeah, we keep the same characters. We're going to make some new visitors, but we will we will see how another question relates to the lives of Peek and Shen. Love it. So uh, why don't because I drew the question for the guiding star last time. Why don't you draw a question for our guiding star this time?
1: Okay, Uh, I got the five of clubs. So that gives us dreams of the future for our guiding star. All right. Um, I'm going to give us a
0: starting location and time because it, they're both very, they're just fun uh, things to draw on and we should be drawing uh, cards when it's fun. Absolutely. I drew the 10 of hearts, which puts us in the fueling tower for large ships. And I drew the four of hearts, which puts us at four o'clock in the
1: morning. Oh, these folks never get any sleep. I you know what? Like you know
0: what's kind of, what what hits me about that? It kind of indicates to me that we're regularly on
1: the night shift. Yeah, I like that idea. Which is uh helpful for people who want to uh get a grift going.
0: Yeah, well, yeah like for people that are up to shady shit, like it, it it's definitely like a nice place to be. 100%. Maybe we volunteered for it even. And I think um I think the the the, the picture that I get is we're in the fueling tower for a large ship. Um, I am picturing... I'm picturing us at the very... The tail end of a job. And I'm picturing a big honking, like, NASA-style shuttle. Is, like, about... Is, like, clearing for takeoff. And we're mm-hmm. in one of those, like, missile silo-style, like, walkways around this big hollow tube. Yeah. Yeah. And we've just, we finished refueling. We're, we're watching it kind of take off. You know, we get the, uh, like we, we get the, we, as the engineers, we kind of like are on comms, like, uh, fuel pumps disengaged.
1: We're ready for, ready for liftoff. Uh, are you in, are you, are you positioned to, to hold things together? And, and she says that because I, I envision because this place is, is maybe a little more run down. That when a ship this large takes off, there's almost like that thing from Mary Poppins where they have to, like be ready to catch everything that's gonna fall when the cannon goes off. Mm-hmm. Um and they have to like there's certain panels and machinery and stuff that they have to keep a hold on to while while the, a ship takes off from from the silo and I think, um, I think, I I just drew
0: three cards real quick to make a quick character. And uh, the cards I drew were so funny that I need that. I think that immediately we hear from – we hear back on the radio from Pike – or from Peak, yeah, all good, all good, we're all set, everything good on my end. And then we hear uh, over the radio, we hear the pilot of the ship because uh, we hear the pilot ship go, oh, am I – so I'm so sorry, I was totally just blanking. Yeah, I'm good. No, I can – yeah, we're all good, all good. Yep, sorry, I was – Staring into space, and I, whatever, I'm all good, we're all good.
1: You're not exactly inspiring confidence.
0: Uh, nor should I, frankly, but I, I yeah, <laughs> ship's got autopilot, we'll be fine.
1: All right, maybe engage that now.
0: Autopilot is on! And with that, we hear, like, a very Siri-like voice, like, Activating autopilot. Take off in three, two, one. Enjoy your flight. Uh, And we watched the ship take off the real quick. The, uh, the prompts that I drew were daydreamer direct and early riser. And so the idea of a person that like, will just stare off into space and then tell you point blank. No, yeah, I was not paying attention one bit.
1: (laughs) Yep. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Um,
0: So yeah, we watched the ship take off and then the two of us are kind of just standing together. Um,
1: (sighs) Job well done. Yet again. I got a hell of a batting average. Well, when you have a good team.
0: uh, See that? I knew it was easy to get you say a nice thing about me.
1: Hmm. So what did you swindle him for?
0: Oh, see, the, the nice thing was that he really... So, he, he, he really loved playing three-card Monty and, like... Well, who doesn't? I mean, that's what I said, but, like, you could... Kind of, he kind of had that look in his eyes where it's half, I'm pretty sure that this is rigged and half, I'm gonna prove that this is not rigged by beating it. They always think that they can beat it. They always, like, it's, it's, it's kind of my favorite place for them to live in is that space of, I'm pretty sure I can beat this, even though I'm pretty sure it's rigged. And it's like, you know, I got, you gotta admire that, you gotta admire the chutzpah.
1: Well, I don't normally interfere with your doings, uh, but he was so engaged that, unfortunately, this just fell right out of his back pocket, and she pulls up uh, a wallet. Oh, well, that is absolutely tragic. I I would return it to him, but he's already left, and, um, well, I can't help but feel like you deserve half. Anything, Anything else good in there? Do we got any sandwich cards, anything like that? Uh, she flips it open and there's probably like a couple like fuel vouchers, um, maybe a couple credits. Um, she definitely went through this on her own first and took the good stuff before offering half to, to Peek
0: If there were movie tickets in there, you know I'm going to find
1: out. And he kind of reluctantly grabs the half. <laughs> <laughs> well... We don't have anyone else in docket. What uh, what's next? Do we? I suppose we need to do general maintenance.
0: I actually would love to call that like on that question the end of our scene. Okay. Because I think that is a really interesting question. What we have kind of defined ourselves on, like we've kind of defined these characters on, like how they interact with the work. Mm-hmm. Both in terms of like the above the table work and the, and the, and the below the table work. What does it look like for these characters when they're not working? Yeah. I just think that's an interesting question. Let's see where that takes us. All right. Well then I will go ahead and give us our first visit. Why don't you go ahead and give us a location time and a, and, and
1: start to pull some character and scene prompts for our first
0: visitor scene.
1: Good. Uh, so location. Well, we've already done that one. So I'm going to pull another card. Um, we've done that one. So I'm going to pull another card and oh, this gives us the kitchen. Okay. And then as far as time, we get 10 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night. So we're jumping ahead a little bit in the kitchen. It's 10 o'clock at night.
0: I think that, that I think that like the fact that we're skipping ahead to 10 o'clock at night tells me that it's like a very slow day and that it's Mm. kind of been like slow all day. I think that we both do get like a healthy sleep or at least at least peak does. And there's not really a whole lot of people around. And so he's just kind of he's making himself what I affectionately call a kitchen worker, a kitchen worker, uh, a kitchen worker gourmet feast, which is just Mm. the little scraps of whatever is left just sort of piled on a plate. That's that's good eating. Let me tell you, two that's mozzarella sticks, a handful of French fries, yes, uh, a cube of sort of glowing energy. It's just like like whatever
1: is whatever little things are still in buckets. Shen is doing a similar thing, however, as she gathers all the different materials, instead of piling them on a plate or into a sandwich, she's got this little device with a funnel and a crank. And it almost looks like one of those, like, like Play-Doh toys where you mm-hmm. can, like, squish the shapes out and everything. And she's feeding things in there and then cranking it. And you see this, like, purple light kind of crackling inside. And then some of that thick slurpy sludge starts to come out and she's filling up trays of that. And I think that, like, I think that, um, I think Peak like, takes his, takes
0: his pile of goodies Goes out and sits by the bar, like sits at the bar very Mm -hmm. specifically um, and like grabs a spot very consciously next to another person. And to which I'm going to ask you, who is our who
1: is our visitor this time? Yes, let's take a look real quick and see who our visitor is. So we've got (laughs) we've got a gentleman in a trucker cap who is also wearing um, an eye patch and let's see here. The energy already is pow. The vibes are already immaculate. So he's, he's got a trucker cap and an eye patch and like a, like a cutoff denim jacket with all these patches from different uh, space stations and places. He's got a Mari's patch on there as well. Um, and he's just, he's got this kind of like big, thick mustache that droops down. Um, but at the tips of the mustache, Um, it's all these little like tentacle type things, not like slimy, but, but almost like little furry, Mm. um, tendrils that are moving of their own accord. Um, you see these little bits of electricity that are like zipping between them. Um, and he's just got this like smile on it. Like he's a big hulking dude, um, kind of hunched over, but he's just got this like smile on his face, just sipping some coffee.
0: And I think, um, I think. Peek sits down and, like, just puts the thing down, sits down, and like, gives him an immediate smile, um, ra- like, grabs, reaches behind the counter, grabs a glass, um, and kind of, like, looks around and goes, uh, can I get a, and, uh, I think a, a plant-like tentacle just, like, whips over with, like, uh, like, uh, a bottle, like, with a, a bottle of, sort of, like, purplish liquid and fills it up. Thanks, go. Um, and like gives it a sip
1: (laughs) and sits there for a second and it's just like, cheers, buddy. Uh, he does not engage at first. Um, and then there's a, oh, oh, (laughs) right. uh, (laughs) Cheers, friend. Uh, busy day? Oh, not really. Taking taking the weekend. Oh, you're taking a weekend? Mm Mm-hmm. Ah, I don't know, last time I've taken a weekend. You should try it sometime. It's good for your health. (sighs) Any plans? As you say that, he's back to sipping, and he kind of does that thing again where he goes, Oh, uh, sorry. Um, Oh, no. Planning on enjoying this cup of coffee.
0: Ah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I... You, 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 you get into the people mode and it's hard to turn it off. I'll, oh, let, you enjoy no, your, I'll no. let you enjoy
1: your drink. No offense taken. Don't mean to, to be rude. Just caught up in my thoughts. Uh, anything Anything you want to share? If Ooh. not, all good by me. Oh, no. Just thinking of ghost stories.
0: Ghosts. I mean, you got to recognize that's a hell of a prop to drop
1: to just drop in a lap with and not expect to follow up. <laughs> oh, well, you know, there's lots of interesting stories from out there on the on the, the the highways between the stars. I'm sure you've seen a thing or two. <laughs> uh the less I talk about the safer we all are. Oh, it's he kind of turns and you start to get his full attention now, uh instead of just staring off into space, he kind of leans in on a on an arm and kind of, you know, cocks his head to the side and gets all comfy and is like, "Do tell. I would love to hear" of one of your encounters. And
0: I think, um, I think, like, kind of almost, like, there's a a sort of reluctance, right? Like, there's this kind of, like, sits for a second, you know, nurses the drink, and of grabs an an edge piece off of this glowing energy thing, but it's kind of like popping a cube off of a Rubik's Cube and eating it. (laughs) Kind of sits for a second. All right, let me tell you. You ever you ever hear Deus Ex Machina, Ghost in the Machine, God in the Machine? I heard of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Okay. This is then you're gonna then you're gonna be pretty excited to hear this
1: next story because it gets a little bit literal. It's a little bit on the nose, but I like it anyway. His, and like his mustache tendrils kind of like start to spread out and gr- like kind of get excited, and the electricity's crackling more between them. And as that happens,
0: um, like visibly you see um you kind of see uh Peek's entire posture change as he kind of like leans forward he kind of gets excited like you like and i i think that he just starts telling the story of like the time that the time that in his estimation all of the computers at mari's became possessed by a malevolent spirit oh i love that and i think that we kind of just like follow maybe what we do um I think we I think we I think we, we zoom out and we kind of close the scene with him kind of excitedly like visibly like moving arms and like like you know talking a lot with his limbs we 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 pan out as he's touched to tell this ghost story to this
1: passerby. Yeah. I love that. And the 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 trucker is just leaned in and, and super excited. Um at one point he flips his uh his eye patch up um and uh you see electricity just crackling uh, in in like a, a glass eye and he like makes a little adjustment and his mustache tendrils kind of calm down a little bit and flips the eye patch back down, but then goes right back to listening. And I think um, I think with that, we're going to,
0: I think I'm going to say as we segue over to our next visitor scene, I'm not going to draw time. And here's why I think that we follow the, I think that our camera kind of like follows us elsewhere. in yeah. Mari's. And because you had said that that Shen had gathered had like ground up this paste. And I think that we we kind of follow leisurely follow the camera over by the jukebox over mm. to a, bo- a booth in the corner uh, over to the booth by the jukebox where Shen is sitting. There is some music playing. Um, I think that we are that that, that Shen is here. We're by the jukebox. It's as this is happening. You're probably watching Peak like go full storyteller mode. And I am going to draw
1: a visitor. While you're drawing the visitor, Shen's watching Peak and kind of chuckling again, just kind of bemused, rolling her eyes. But then kind of looking out the window um, that's by the booth and just watching the stars and watching kind of ships go by and comets and just quietly eating her food.
0: And I think, um, walking in, based on the cards that I just drew, walking in, um, the- the- the bell rings as somebody walks in, and it is a little bit jarring, and I think that, like, we hear a very specific song, like, on the radio, like, or on the jukebox is playing, like, a very- like, this, like, kind of bubblegummy pop song, and- Mm -hmm. and immediately, like, the bell rings- And kind of walks in, um, also wearing a jean, like a denim vest, a sleeveless denim vest, but with, um, this, uh, with, like, full-on, like, neon pink, uh, mullet, but it is, um, it looks like the tail of a comet. Like, it has that very (laughs) kind of, like, energy-flowing style sleeveless denim vest with, like, bright, like, uh, a lot of, a lot, a lot of, um... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it's heavily bedazzled. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, walks in. Um, uh, wearing like um like big big earrings and you know sunglasses. Um, kind of walks in and immediately like walks in, freezes, puts her head like puts a he- her head in her hand immediately. And he's like, "I'm sorry, can somebody on." Un- plug that or change it or do something and like is like you can see her visibly scrunching up
1: (laughs) um shen will not be the first one to go volunteer to do this this is not her business um so she'll just sit there and keep eating just kind of eye this person um who's come in and try to get a beat on them and she kind of like
0: finally like stands there for a second she's like all right no fine i'll take care of it i'll do it i'll you know i'll do it i'll do it and like walks over and like unplugs the jukebox and i i think it's really it's 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 you shen and and this trucker are the three people here and like Sh- or it's you it's you peak and and it's you peak and his friend and they're, yeah. <laughs> those two don't notice yep no and she finally like so immediately relaxes that like kind of has an adrenaline has like kind of a little bit of an uh, uh of an adrenaline uh drop and like just collapses into the chair on the other side of your booth
1: i kind of give her a look like really you're sitting here but oh then- i'm
0: sorry i didn't mean to bother i'm so sorry i can i'm gonna i'm, I'm just sitting here for a second i just
1: no no worries <sighs> friend. i'm not a fan of music i take it <laughs> she kind of like l- picks
0: up her head a little bit and like eyeballs the jukebox and eyeballs you and eyeballs the jukebox
1: and eyeballs you and like you don't recognize me kind of give her a long hard look uh and, and then i just say afraid not friend oh
0: <laughs> oh that is honestly can i tell you something i i
1: shen 100 is... recognizes her <laughs>
0: excellent she's like uh honestly <sighs> You're a hundred percent lying to me right now, and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that. I
1: take offense at such a such a implication that I would lie to you. And she she smiles and she's like, Really, like, the double
0: down? I'm it sounds like I'm being sarcastic right now when I tell you, like, how much I absolutely appreciate that play. Like, truly, you yeah. are this is do you mind if I sit here because frankly
1: I I feel an immediate connection to you. It's a free asteroid. Uh and I'll pull out a long straw, like a like a sustainable metal straw and stick it into my sludge and just like while maintaining eye contact just And uh she kind of like sits and grabs
0: like grabs a menu off of the bar and is like uh you ever do you ever what's hold on i there there's another table that i have to draw (laughs) i truly is there a food table there is a today's special
1: oh that's amazing table
0: Uh, caro has put some good tables into the game and this is an opportunity that i have to draw on it gotta um oh fabulous um have you ever checked like oh, a plate of shaken eggs? Oh my
1: god, that sounds so good. They shake them extra hard here.
0: Oh, that is yeah. yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. And she like she's like, can I get uh, can I get a double order of shaken eggs? And can you can you make them uh, can you make them extra hot? And like comes out and it is loaded with a with a frankly
1: alarming number of peppers. <laughs> <laughs> uh Shen raises an eyebrow but doesn't say anything, just watches to see what's gonna happen. Uh and she starts
0: eating and like the makeup that she's wearing starts to like sweat and starts to run. She's like, oh my God. Listen. I'm i s- I'm I'm so sorry. I I just realized that I've been sitting here and like I have not actually introduced myself
1: yes you would need to do that since I don't know who you are see uh, the triple down brilliant I I
0: you're this is this is wonderful um and she kind of like looks at the at the album that's on the jukebox that says like um like Electrum 7 and she's like I'm I'm Veld it's nice to meet you
1: oh Electrum number 4 and I shake mm. her hand <laughs>
0: Uh, all right, now it's starting to get old. And she kind of, like, starts eating the eggs again, and she's like,
1: (sighs) Not a fan of your own work?
0: Uh, it's fine. It's just, you know,
1: when it's all you hear, you get a little tired of it. I can sympathize. They play that song here often. (laughs) Well, then you get it. (laughs) So what brings you to Mari's? Someone uh, with as much kind of waves my long fingers around as much fame and as acclaim as yourself, and she kind of like apps almost
0: absent-mindedly, like with a little disdain, kind of gestures out the window, and you see like several smaller ships orbiting the the fueling stations. And she's like, "Uh, they needed to stop for a refuel, and frankly, the opportunity to sneak away well, I was too good to pass up." Hmm,
1: is she? ...wearing anything that Shen would look at and go, oh, that's, like, some valuable memorabilia or anything like that?
0: Um, I think that she is wearing... I
1: think it is, like, a ring that has, like, a small,
0: like, um... Like, it periodically flashes little flickers of, Mm -hmm. like, 3D GIFs of, like, her performing. And she, (laughs) like, is eating the egg and she's like, oh my god, it is so nice to have food that tastes like home. Well
1: there's as much shaken eggs as you want
0: well my friend i appreciate this and she kind of like she kind of like leans back and she goes and i think that like she kind of locks eyes with you for a second and she goes what am i doing i can't eat i can't i gotta and she kind of like pops off the ring sets it on the table and is like you gotta have your hands free to really dig into the eggs and like visibly like puts her focus on the eggs mm-hmm. to be like in the most in a way that is it would not be subtle to peak to put it that way
1: <laughs> yeah uh shen doesn't touch the ring quite yet uh and i think that she finishes the
0: plate and she uh the 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 vine tentacle brings over another drink and she starts sip- drinking it and she's like uh oh, fantastic Ah, crap. They're looking for me. All right. I'm sorry. Did I get your name? Uh, Shen. Shen, It is. it has been such a pleasure.
1: Pleasure was all mine. It was good to meet you for the very first time. Uh, such a pleasure. Uh, Truly, not the
0: last time I'm around this part. You got to Seriously, those eggs, I feel like... Whew.
1: It is the hallmark of Mari's cosmic... I appreciate I I love it this is great I don't know what I don't know
0: what that guy's deal is but I love his energy please tell him that
1: no one knows what his deal
0: is (laughs) anyway so I swear to you like we looked it up the guy had been dead
1: for 20 years
0: (laughs) all right I have got to get going but let me tell you the best day that I've had in months
1: as she begins to exit uh Shen will grab the ring um, that I'm assuming she left on the table yeah. and call. Oh, uh, wait, you forgot your your jewelry.
0: And I think that she kind of, with a wink, holds up her hand and has a ring on in the exact set. Like has a ring on in the exact same spot. I was like, no, I didn't. I got it right here.
1: Fair enough. Must be someone else's that was left behind.
0: Uh, and walks out. Uh, And
1: like we see all of the ships fly off and that is the end of our scene. Okay. Uh, Yeah. The Shen slides it and spends a little bit of time trying to decide which knuckle to leave it on uh, as she has so many different choices. And with that, we come to our resolution scene. Do we want to play out a
0: scene immediately after, or do we want to skip ahead? Let's skip ahead a little bit. All right. Um. Why don't you draw a card for, uh, would you like to draw a card for a time or a location? And I'll draw a card for the other.
1: I'll do time. All right. And I'll do a location. Oh, we're going back to three in the morning. And, oh, we are in the staff break room. Oh, perfect.
0: So maybe this is the start of our shift. Mm-hmm. If we're yeah. in the break room, I think that this is like the start of our shift in proper and like kind of grabbing tools and, you know, I think tucking a, a deck of cards into his kind of into his like, dr- like, dr- like pocket or his chest pocket and is like clearly like getting ready.
1: Shen is rolling her crystal between one set of fingers and the ring between the other set. Actually, no, she's rolling them both on the same hand, but at different points along her long fingers.
0: That's new. That's new. That's new. You can't lie to me, that's new.
1: I've been practicing, and yes, this is a new trinket.
0: Love to see it.
1: Mm, I haven't decided if I'm going to keep it yet or not.
0: What are you going to do with it?
1: I don't know. Puzzling encounter. Peek, you ever wonder how long you'll be here? And
0: I think, like, is getting ready to leave and, like, stops short as though he's been hit by a truck
1: no I mean not until right now sorry to be the cause of your existentialism for the for the morning no no it's all good I just it's funny it never 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 occurred in my mind I figured you know it's time to leave the opportunity presented itself where would you go what would you do after Mari's he
0: reaches into his pocket and grabs that that crystal with the the notches and is like Traveling band, baby. Hmm. I feel like it'd be nice to just, like, you know, wander the sector. You know, playing songs. Tricking people, putting on a show. Do you like Electrum 7? I love Electrum.
1: I was just wondering why we, like... Why, have we, why, why is there not music in here? Why is the jukebox unplugged? Oh, that was... One of the band members came through and unplugged it because they didn't like listening to their own music. And I think, like, as you say that, his face just
0: sinks.
1: You were in the middle of telling ghost stories. No,
0: but you... But I would have it racco- And just, like... Like... The universe just like <laughs> clouds just gather. No, but I did like walking towards the jukebox in a
1: haze like, but I definitely would. Mm-hmm. She kind of walks over and gives him a pat on the shoulder and then takes the ring and plops it into his hand and just goes, mm, I don't know what I do after Maris, but I know I don't want to have anything to do with music and turns and leaves. And I think
0: like we linger on we linger on peak as uh, as we we fade out on as we fade out on Mari's and I think that is game.
1: yay
0: that's great. that was
1: great. that was wonderful <laughs> that was that was really really fun. uh thank you so much for playing this with me. This was a real delight. No thank you Jeff. this was uh, just the the slice of life fantasy that uh, that I needed so this was fantastic. I could not be happier. Um, So real quick, before I wrap up, where can people find you and your work online? Yeah, so you can find us uh, on the Twitters and the Instagrams as at firstwatchshow. And you can find us on YouTube as well. That's where all our content is. Um, And you can check us out in video and podcast form uh, wherever you watch or listen.
0: Well, thank you again so much for playing with me. This was a true, true delight. And for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future me. Thanks, Pass Me. And thanks again to Andrew for coming on the show. That game was honestly just exactly what I wanted it to be. Like, I am such a fan of those genre of stories, that slice of life food show, that like it just hit in all the right beats and it hit me right in the heart and I could not be more happy with the game that we played. Be sure to pick up your own copy of The First Watch at C Excursion. That's S E A Excursion.itch.io or check the show notes for more information. And be sure to check out The First Watch and follow Andrew on Twitter at First Watch Pod. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at facebook.com Party of One Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us nice iTunes or Pod Chaser, Podbean, Spotify whatever a nice review wherever you leave a review for your podcasts you can also follow us on social media give us some love on social media recommend the show to a friend anything that helps us do bigger better and cooler things you can also support the show financially at patreon.com slash jeffstormer or ko-fi.com slash jeffstormer or you can go to bit.ly slash party of one merch and pick up a party of one t-shirt a thanks future me past me t-shirt or a shirt that announces to the world that champ and crowbar love each other because champ and crowbar love each other very much Again, that is bit.ly slash merch. If you have finished this episode and you're thinking, I wish I had another wonderful podcast to listen to, let me talk to you about All My Fantasy Children. It is a character creation storytelling, a world-building podcast on the OneShot Podcast Network, powered by you. Every week, my best friend Eric Catano and I take a listener-submitted prompt. We spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish at oneshotpodcast.com. Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Rain, featuring the D&D Sluggers, and the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates coming on the show as a guest or about press coverage of the show, you can email me at partyof1podcast at gmail.com. And... I'm pretty sure that's all we do here. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody.